0: On today's episode, we're looking back at the last 100 TV shows that we reviewed and choosing the best and the worst. Last time we did a rundown on one of these, it was our 200th episode. We did the previous 100 shows before that. Do you remember what shows you picked? Uh, for my favorites, I picked Loki, and then for my least favorite, I picked Age of the Living Dead. That's right. Now, do you remember the previous 100 episodes before <laughs> that, what you picked for your favorite? Yeah, Primal. Okay, well then that, that takes away from my guessing game that I was going to make. Um, yeah, so I picked Brassic and then Shadow and Bone as right. far as... And then your least favorite was No Activity. Right? No Activity because they turned it into a cartoon. Yeah, Season 4. All right, but this time we're looking at the last 100 shows. that came out between August 2021 till today, April. So about eight months worth of television. Do you want to go first with your worst? With my because word? you got, I looked at the list and you got the worst of the worst.
1: Really, I thought that you did.
0: I mean, I I know that. <laughs> no, I mean by like actual scores. Okay, I looked through and on average, you got the
1: worst. Well, I, I'm on my honorable mentions list. I only really have two honorable, honorable mentions, mentions of the worst. Of so the like worst. those that would not get nominated yeah. for like a Razzie, right? Like for but- I, I, can, I can I can go there because like could they be in contention? Yes, like Rebelde. Rebelde is on my list because oh. it, it it's almost like La Brea, where it's like it was so bad it's good. It does have that factor to it, but it just didn't have enough charm. It <laughs> so, has the soundtrack, right? Yeah, but but I had to put it on my like dishonorable mentions list. Rebelde. Because- was my most enjoyable
0: research that I did because I got so far into that rabbit hole that it took me probably, I don't know, a couple hours to actually f- work my way into a narrative about the show. It's just such
1: a rich history. I think, I think our podcast is fine. I just think it's the episode itself that like it's I'm wondering Netflix's, why Netflix picked it up. Uh, and it was was it renewed?
0: Yeah, it, it has
1: been renewed for a second
0: season. One of my honorable mentions for the worst category also got Renewed, and that was the cleaning lady. And I remember that show did
1: not impress me too much. Yeah, but I think it did get like a lot of like viewership.
0: Yeah, and I compared it to The Maid because I thought that it was going to take in that audience from mm-hmm. just the title. Yeah. But like the mm-hmm. shows have nothing to well, do with each speaking other. Speaking of
1: which, we did a couple that like uh, because of audio issues we weren't able to able to release. One was Made. We also did like Inventing Anna, uh-huh. and then we did MacGruber, which I had to watch the movie for as well and and watch the two episodes for. And then Succession. Succession. Yeah. yeah. There, there was Over a time, there's been a few shows that we've had to skip out
0: on. Yeah. But my also honorable mention for my worst category, the ones that almost made it on there, was Welcome to Earth. Like there are so many good documentaries out there. There are so many on the top IMDb 100 or 200.
1: Right. As of, as of now, I mean, it kind of makes sense. But you had Will Smith and Darren Aronofsky. I feel like those two powerhouse names were, was the sole reason. No, why I that went back to, to listen to the
0: podcast. Even then, I was like, you told me that they set up all the crew and they had all the cameras. Right, setup. and then Will Smith came flying in, and, <laughs> and he just did his scenes and left. And the majority of the show is him just talking to, or at least the cutscenes of the show are just him talking to the camera, being like, "Sound is amazing,"
1: so like <laughs> it, it's not impressive. That was the trailer too. It was basically just him speaking about how amazing the, the IMDb Earth score is. is is still high.
0: For some reason, higher than it should be, but but room. yeah, it almost made that bottom list for for those reasons and any other Planet Earth, any any David Attenborough, even the Obama
1: show that just came out on Netflix. Like, go watch that over Welcome to Earth. Okay, so that's all you had on your dishonorable. Yeah, I had mentions two list? dishonorable. Okay, mentions. so same as me. All right, so I don't want to do our worst yet. I want to keep the worst for for our last part.
0: Oh, so you want to start with the best? Yes,
1: best. Well, I have some honorable mentions for a best as well. Yeah, sure. Okay. Okay. I have three. The first one being sex education, the premiere episode that we did. Like I I said, you really like that. It had yeah no no. I thought that premiere was great. The first five episodes of the season were really good. In fact, I thought the fifth episode was like the best episode of the entire series. Yeah, but what show did we actually review? The first episode, just the first episode, yeah, the of first that episode. episode. But I thought that it, 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 like, the thing about the first episode was that it was the driving force for the next four. Good. So I was like, yeah, they they were starting it off really strong. I love the joke with the goat. The beginning scene where you see like all the people that Otis himself has helped. I like the like tension filled like kind of arguments between Otis and Maeve that was happening. But at the end of the season, because I did watch the full thing, the last three episodes were awful. They they rushed the plot. I thought so much, but going back to the first episode, I thought I gave it a nine out of ten. The show's remember. been renewed, though. Yeah, I think I think four season is probably going to be its final one, just based off how they. So left do the you third think season. the
0: reason that the show got so bad is the also the reason why you didn't? included in the top five like had the show
1: just yeah left. no no really? I, I so really you let the,
0: that part of i didn't let that affect me i, I tried, I not tried to, to judge it but, directly uh, only on the episode that we did but yeah moving yeah
1: forward. but uh still a good episode arcane number seven <laughs> Arcane Arcane didn't Arkane. meet your list? Uh
0: Arcane did not make my list. Arcane is the highest MDB score I know. of all the
1: shows that we've done. Still mm. a nine point one. When we did our podcast, I say in it a million times that I will rewatch the first three episodes, and I did, and I I haven't finished the series. You rewatched them? Yeah, yeah. yeah. But I also made it to the sixth episode as of now. I think it's, I I, like, after hearing how good it was, I can see why, like, people really enjoyed it, and I really enjoyed it as well. The only reason why it's not in my top five is because originally, before I knew really anything about it, I I wasn't, like, a huge fan of it. Still gave it a positive review, but not as big a fan. I remember that in
0: those episodes, uh, the ones that, did we do all three? Yeah, we did all three. Okay. Act one. So act one didn't actually have the voices of the main actresses. Mm-hmm. So we kept on talking about the main actresses because that's what all the reviews and, and interviews were talking about. Um, but yeah, they weren't even in it. Because
1: Haley Steinfeld's
0: voice. It wasn't even her. It was the Jinx, right. Jinx voice who who people were going crazy about, who was also with Aesop butterfield or whatever in that mm-hmm. uh, other sh- movie that he did a long time ago yeah
1: right right uh mrs Pettigrew's like right weird children children thing however <laughs> but the thing is is the that Octomom like mom children but by, by the time you make it to the fourth episode the voices become like really recognizable like i recognized uh Hayley Seinfeld right off the bat and i'm still interested in finishing the series but yeah i think that the first three episodes especially by the time you get to the so third you just one, wanted to honor the show by putting it in, right. in your honorable mentions but not included in your top five. right okay uh and then my last honorable mention was wheel of time we I was time? a huge fan of it when it came out and now just learning all the things that brandon sanderson has done he came out with that announcement video talking about how he's ran like five books and whatever i'm even like a bigger fan i'm even thinking about like maybe reading the books that he's made but the tv Good show <laughs> yeah there, there's Good a ton luck. but the tv show it, like itself i thought was really great it always had like a final 20 minutes that was really climactic and interesting like the in the first compared episode, to game of thrones uh, I did Lord com- of the Rings, I, w- I would not say it was on that tier, but I did compare it to those when we did the podcast Got for it. it. Uh, I think my favorite it's a world character- builder. Yeah, my favorite character was Matt. Really, st- uh, still disappointed that they're replacing him i i know you said that you don't know why he was replaced yeah and but, i didn't look it up uh, <laughs> Since yeah then. i was I, i'm annoyed with that but overall i still think that like in terms of pacing in terms of action and character development that it deserves to be on uh the men. all right i'll just say all my honorable mentions at once and
0: then go through them um okay. so what we do in the shadows uh right. hilarious show. The episodes I watched were great, especially the one with the coat where they got to turn yeah. and do impersonations of each other. Um <laughs> And uh, Nandor was uh, flirting with the gym, um, like, membership lady. Right, yeah. Yeah, that was my favorite part. Uh, But it didn't meet my top five episodes. Then you got Tokyo Vice, which I was afraid of recency bias here. So So uh, you actually put it on the list. So I'm still watching the show. Okay. Uh, The first episode is amazing, but we did the first three, so I had to factor that in as well. Uh, And it's not like there's this enormous drop in quality, but there is clearly... A drop in quality mm-hmm. uh but the show is still i recommend it it's it's got an interesting connection between um japanese and uh this guy in the past kind of right. <laughs> it's it's weird uh, i don't want to give too much away about it especially since the show's still going right. and then the th- last one severance <clears throat> did i say i was going to say all the shows first and then didn't yeah <laughs> yeah okay um so yeah the last one was severance severance i really wanted to put into my top five but listening back and especially by episode 3, you don't realize how amazing a show it is by then. So
1: this is a this is a show that like when you saw the later episodes, it was so good that you I've looked... seen the series of
0: Severance and
1: it is probably my favorite show of the year. However, wow, okay. by episode
0: 3 again you're just you're not aware of it yet you just know it's a good show you don't know if it pays off
1: so it's like the it opposite so it's like the opposite of sex education almost where it's like you don't realize how good a show it actually is until you see the full thing that is what i said right, right? <laughs> well yeah no but yeah. yeah okay and the
0: acting uh and yeah everything about it i also finished the series from and um from had promised us throughout the entire time that it, it wasn't was going to turn into lost right and it turned into lost okay <laughs> that's the, by the end of season one you're like yes this is exactly what you said it wasn't going to be and so that would be more like that one dropped the more i watched it oh while this one rose
1: Interesting. okay i do have um I, I i guessed your top five i think severance was in there so when we get there i'll go through my list and then you can say what it is but in my top five starting it off was heels heels yeah. heels the wrestling like show one. yeah great pilot um it's it's really it intense throughout Ray. Arrow? Arrow, yeah, yeah, I jack and ace. The the brother tension that was going on. It's like is, is Ace going to end up like actually screwing over Jack? The the payoff I thought was great. The way it foreshadowed everything just with the beginning scene. You're I talking mean, about just a it's a fight club or sort yeah, of it, a um what,
0: what, a wrestling club.
1: Or right. Whatever. Exactly. Well, it's one of those fake fight clubs though. It's like you know you obviously have the, a WWE rip off or right, something. Right. Exactly. And then
0: they're like they're trying to be bought out or some someone's coming in there to try to buy them out. Right. And I
1: think that's Jack that's trying to make it like out of there because he's but he's wanting to go on to bigger that's what and better it was. things. That was okay. Right. And, and i thought that like all the characters there wasn't one scene where i was like oh why is this here or why are they they're just doing this for strict character development everything is placed at least in the pilot for a reason actually ended up watching part of the second episode and then i switched it to mr in between but i definitely have the full intention of watching the rest of the series because great great so you're pilot. still working on it then. yeah
0: okay so for my number five i watched the series after i saw the pilot because i really like the pilot yellow jackets it's a survival mystery multi-generational show about this female soccer right. team that got stuck in like 1990 something and uh sounded
1: exactly the like the, the wild when
0: i first did yeah research. but so much better the pilot is still worth a watch i it's put it still I, shockingly I, good and it's filmed in a much better light than the rest of the episodes i don't know they just put a lot more effort into that one i it's got it like i got it show. right
1: i put that on your list yeah, yeah the
0: show the show itself um also kind of turns into lost by the end but I'm still willing to stick with it. Like it never got to the point where I just like didn't become a fan at all. So would you recommend but the, the more whole they season? concentrated on the later end, the the older group, the less I cared, would- and the more they gave away, um, I guess, the plot details of what were, was to happen with that. The younger group, the less oh, I cared about them. Does okay. that make
1: sense? Right. Yeah. 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 I understand yeah. What you
0: mean. So without getting into too many, also they they did they killed off some characters, which which some of your favorite characters probably
1: okay probably (laughs) so number four number four on my list Peaky Blinders the finale strange thing is oh I knew that was if we if we did all like if we if I reviewed the whole sixth season it maybe would make it on the honorable mentions list it definitely wouldn't be as high as it is but the fact that it was just the finale I thought that it gave everything that the fans wanted the fact when I saw it was going to be 80 minutes, I was really excited because I was like, yeah, there's a lot of like plot that they have to get through. I thought they did it very, very well. in the show, like I said, in the podcast, in terms of just like lighting, scene direction, cinematography, it's basically the best you're going to get. Gave it a 9 out of 10. I still stand by that. The gas scene, they, still, gas they talked same. about in the reviews like constantly. Yeah, because it, it looked cool. And it was like, it, and they finally took down like a big villain that season. So, yeah. <laughs> cool. My um, number four
0: was Dope Sick. Dope Sick is the Michael Keaton Mm -hmm. show about the Purdue Pharma Um, thing with Oxycontin and and all that. Um, I'd seen the story before. It's an example of how we have these true crime dramas. We did a ton of them over the last 100 episodes, (laughs) and the majority of them are copycats. They can be good copycats, but most of them are just straight copycats. This did something interesting. It was um, still a recreation of a story we'd seen, but it added these characters and made them so emotionally relevant to whoever's watching it <laughs> that you couldn't help but like get involved in and sad. And uh, it defied my expectations. And uh, I watched the rest of it and uh, it, it stood up to its quality. And we ended up just doing season one, episode four here. So it was the mid season right. and it still makes it onto this list, meaning that it's like not just a pilot that's impressive. It's, it's just a straight up random episode. That's great. So that's how good it is.
1: I was excited for you to review it. Cause I knew that you knew already a lot about it, even though I was doing the research for it and, I, and I think it's on the top two fifty at this point still. So mm. yeah. Okay. My number three was Winning Time, The Rise of the Lakers Dynasty. Which you're still working on, right? Yeah, I, I, I watched the first episode and I still need to make it through. The Magic Johnson
0: documentary series has just been released over the last few days. And it has a lot of the people, the um, narrators from the Michael Jordan documentary, uh, the, the, last the Last Dance. Dance. Yeah, so it's funny how that show and the Winning Time show have sort of come at odds with each other because, like Magic Johnson, did right. not like the Winning. Time I saw I saw, I saw a,
1: like a thumbnail today that was like Magic Johnson isn't watching the Winning Time show, and I didn't really know what that meant. But you really liked the sh- the recreation of it. Yeah, the fact that they shot it like it was in the '80s and all the characters, and I think that like the acting is great as well. You might well. just be a sucker for like cinematography and and the the way people edit stuff. Maybe, <laughs> but I also like the fact that it was just really funny and it. It wasn't just like one character yeah. breaking the fourth it's wall. It's Adam McKay. It, yeah, they did broke it. up Will Ferrell's relationship, but at least he put at out a least show he put, you put out a great show. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. so number three definitely winning time, and we did that. A, that again was like a kind of middle of the season episode three. So yeah, yeah.
0: my final three here um, for three, two, one. Really, it's like a fantasy football draft where two... Any given day, I might pick a different one. Mm-hmm. Like they're all kind of tied with for me. But I put the after party, so another comedy just like yours, right? Here I did we watched the first th- three episodes. It was hilarious. It was unique. Uh, ensemble comedy of just a bunch of uh, really like underrated comedians. It's already been renewed for another season. Tiffany Haddish is coming back. However, it's sad because I know that.
1: Yeah, the, we won't get into spoilers. It's, it's but.
0: not well, no, because no, the after party was obviously about one after party, so right. they're not bringing back the majority of those characters because it wouldn't make sense. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it also did a genre meld. You know, it, it, yeah. every single episode was its own
1: genre within the comedy. Yeah, I was, I was just about to say every single episode had comedy in it. But yeah, yeah, yeah. I really enjoyed like the, the musical so episode. Like so. Clue. Yeah. You said you said in that uh, podcast, John, the ripoffs. And then we, and then learned, we found out we learned that later on. Yeah, wrote. he actually wrote the songs for episode three. I agree. After Party, I thought it was a great show. And I really guess am glad that they got so many like comedy bang bang people to be in it. Mm-hmm. Um, for me, number two uh, was Wolf Like Me that was a Josh Gad show. I thought that the first five episodes were fast, fresh, and funny. And then the fact that they completely ditched the genre in the final episode and just made it a horror drama. I, I thought that that was genius and I thought it really worked. The transformation scene is one of my favorite scenes probably in the past 100 shows that we've done. Isla Fisher's? Uh, yeah, when she has to like transfer into the wolf. But, and I'm very interested to see where it goes now considering the fact that everyone, including Emma knows, so. Hmm. Um, yeah, so my last two are 1883 which
0: okay. is the show by Taylor Sheridan, mm-hmm. right? Yep. Or is it Ter- Terry Sheridan? It's ta- Taylor yeah, Sheridan. It's interesting because I know Yellowstone made my list at some point in either the 200th or 100th It podcast. was the 100th, and I think it made number eight, but I'm not sure. Yeah, so it's like Red Dead Redemption 2. If you haven't seen it, go watch it. It's great Western, back in time impressive looking show did you see you get the full invested season? into the uh, characters I watched about I think a few episodes after and then I just forgot to mm. watch the rest It wasn't that I wasn't interested um, the first two episodes though are, are really stand-up quality yeah
1: i know so. that taylor sheridan i know mayor of kingstown we did and i wasn't a huge fan of the first two episodes but when that I, has an insanely high IMDb you, so score. you saw yeah i went
0: back compared to, to even the wolf like me show
1: right yeah, yeah it has an 8.3 on imdb and i checked the imdb scores in like a Apparently, later on in that season, it gets better. And I think the Rotten Tomato score is at 32%. Still not great. But I think when we reviewed it, it was at like 20%. Maybe
0: maybe worth returning to. However, these are based off of our reviews for the shows that we did. So we can just have a different interpretation
1: of what Mm -hmm. other people find. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so my number one, mm-hmm. if any statement is close to that, it's this, Why Woman Kill, and my favorite oh, episode- Oh, that's, like that's a
0: high IMDb as right, well. Right,
1: but my favorite episode was probably the finale, and I know that you said that it had a low score on IMDb, but still to me, I thought that they ended it in like a really cool way. It reminded me a lot of Dexter, like I said, uh, when we originally did it. Nine out of 10. Overall, I think that like every single episode is worth it. Still want to see the first season, but I recommend it to anyone because it's really not that bad like in terms of like quality wise either like in terms of content it's not too gruesome or anything like that it's just a really well made show is it brian murphy
0: right yeah i think
1: so and it's well put together it's interesting that
0: you because i don't know if you'd like
1: american horror story i know
0: you did american horror stories (laughs) i I put that on my top 100 list last time i think huh okay all right um wait wait, really yeah i remember that um yeah so my top one you probably guess it do you know what it is pachinko Yeah, pachinko. Um, Recency bias, even including that, I think I would put this here. Uh, The history uh, lesson that you get while watching it, the languages, the way they weave in and out. Right. I'm Korean and Japanese. The time jumps, and it's just a touching story. And so, yeah, that was... That was probably my favorite and I'm still watching the show. So um, I don't know how it turns out, but I remember you saying that like people, the reviewers who had received all the episodes said it was great.
1: Right, yeah. And I know that the creator like made everyone audition like every single person even the people who are famous yeah, even in the, the real, south korean right. guy who, yeah. who was like super famous right? do, you, do you know what our most popular episode was it was just, it was in this past 100 you know what it is it, uh, the, the it was john stewart bit. yeah john yeah stewart. but
0: that's just because this podcast came out at the same time that's not even a fair count. <laughs> the john stewart show is i've been keeping up on that it's it's always good, but the best part of his show is definitely the ending twenty-minute interview that he does with whoever the CEO is. Yeah. Um, because that part is where you get to see a uh, quintessential or um, what, what's the word like, his strength, his ability to just like kind of go after people when he does his previous interview, kind of with the roundtable, the Bill Maher style, mm-hmm. Maher, Maher. Um. Yeah. So it, it, that just feels sort of like a, a ripoff of of that show. <laughs> So, yeah, I I stick around for the 20-minute interview at the end. But as a whole, the show, I know, is kind of suffering in comparison to Last Week Tonight. I don't think it's getting the the type of viewers that they are there. But Apple series, as a total, are are doing quite well. Like, they just won
1: not only the Oscars, but also,
0: uh, I guess, Severance and Pachinko.
1: Yeah, no, I know. It's starting to take over. People are saying it's starting to take over Netflix, even, Mm -hmm. in terms of, like, original content. Um, So, let's get to our bad. Our bad, yeah. First up on my list... 4400 not the 4400 but the remake that they did it's the second lowest thing that
0: we have reviewed imdb score wise i know that's got a 4.3 which is funny
1: if you think of it it only had a 4.4 4400 (laughs) 4.4 It had a three point one when we originally did it. I hmm. know, um, so it's gone up. I can understand it trying to do a progressive message, but overall, I think it just really missed the mark on like trying to make it entertaining and even trying to bring like attention to like racial justice and everything. Um, it, it felt like they it leaned were, too heavy into like just not enough into the plot, right? Or yeah. Into the again social. Yeah, and and so aspect. I mean, in yeah. that in that respect, I also the scene where she like flips out of the car in the first three minutes got me laughing really hard, and I was. I think we did a tweet on, on it intentionally funny yeah so i mean overall really just not good so that's why i said my number five just go through yours okay number four i had as elite (laughs) i was really interested in seeing it and then like i said rio and denver didn't show up in the first like couple minutes and i was like oh they're probably not going to show up in the rest of the show yeah um
0: it got pretty bad reviews however for this season but um recency bias might come into play here yeah. because you saw it really
1: recently <laughs> yeah and uh well yeah because the but i think that also the last three on my list are are just like kind of like a different saying. level yeah different different level um number three the day amelia show i didn't go that's too, the lowest that's 2.7 uh, yeah figured. i didn't go too hard on it when we were doing it originally because i thought it'd be kind of like really You gave easy. it an eight no i'm just uh, yeah, I, was, I, was, I was like <laughs> yeah no but like i mean i just felt like I know even fans of the De Emilio sisters didn't like the show. And I, there was like a ton of YouTube people that reviewed the show as well, which I found interesting. Um, well, but of course,
0: because they're on YouTube.
1: Yeah, overall, it's just, I mean, it's what you expected. And I think that's why it has as low an IMDb score as it does. It's about the De Emilio sisters, TikTok stars who are just... If they taught their TikTok dances within <laughs> the show, I think it would be probably a better received. Yeah, maybe. But like overall, I didn't really care about any of them. Like they all came off I mean, as kind of smug. it's just a family who's gotten yeah, rich and... Yeah. yeah. Uh, but, like, I, I don't really see why. <laughs> okay. So, yeah, that's I mean, why I'm I mean, number three. Number two, I know what you did last summer. Never watched the Ooh, film that one for it. Yeah, good. Because I never watched the film for it, but when when I saw that it was titled Mukbang and it starts off with a literal mukbang, I was like, oh, I am in for a bad time here. And I was 100% correct. Don't even remember a remember lot of it. Remember
0: the, the writer of the original book? didn't support i think the right the movie or did, the ending
1: was like completely different yeah and, and but in this show it's like centering around like teens but it's not like teens that are this just reminds me of off.
0: scream and all those other shows that like, yeah they had, tv shows they had, and then like, they try to do a different message like scream the tv show they did like three different versions of it right within like two years
1: but but here they like they had the stereotypical like drug dealing teen and then like the one that's that's really innocent it just did not work i thought that it was like awful <laughs> that's why is that my number two? And, and then, then like, my number one, favorite. I think it's pretty obvious Bel Air. Apparently the IMDb score for that has gone up. And like I think the finale has like an eight point one on IMDb. Cool. But like the first three episodes, Cheesy. I don't even cheesy to the extreme i don't know how they're gonna make a season two <laughs> okay because of the whole they kill off thing the main character the one. <laughs> no, no. but they couldn't even change the name of will smith they make carlton yeah, ex- was weird. xanax and then make him the main villain and then they also it's just so over the top and so like, different from the original soap opera like it takes 15 minutes in the first episode before the intro ends up playing and then 15 now, minutes it's not like
0: the original didn't have dark content right in it
1: But but like layered in comedy, like 15 minutes in the original show, we would have almost been at the end of the episode. And here it's just getting started that like insane beginning scene where he's shooting the gun up in the air after playing basketball. All of it just they should cancel it right away. (laughs) That's my feel on it. All
0: right. I'll go through mine real quick. It's uh, the worst, the worst five. Mm -hmm. Joe versus Carol. Um, We did the pilot on that one. It's been canceled since. Again, like the true crime thing that I talked about with Dope Sick. This is the other version right. of it where it just doesn't make any sense why they did it. It's a dramatization of a docu-series that came out already. Already had sort of a sense of humor about itself. And they decided to just cast real comedians to play those roles. I didn't right. like who they cast as as Joe. I just didn't think that he played off as well even as... Uh, as Kate McKinnon he also looked Carol. a little
1: different. Like, yeah. Kate McKinnon at least looked kind of like Carol.
0: I, I no, I, ever, I disagree right? with that, but okay. I, I found her more likable as a character because they made her that way. Uh, it was the epitome of unnecessary. I gave it a 6 out of 10 at the time. I was actually really, like, um, if I look at my reviews now, I, I was pretty positive with most of these. I gave most of them 6 out of 10s or 5 out of 10s as opposed yeah. to, like, giant failing grades. Um, the next one, uh, my fourth least favorite, was On My Block. The show as a whole is pretty good, but season four was really sad Uh, i didn't watch the entire thing but that first episode was just depressing because it's it's when a show outlasts itself like it could have ended in the third season kind of like elite like you were talking about right i know Um, that
1: i know people were saying that like it only gets sadder as time moves on (laughs) well
0: it's just like well if it gets sadder than that then i'm glad i didn't watch anymore because it just felt directionless Mm -hmm. it felt like in the first three seasons or even the first season mostly that it knew where to go make it sad, but at the same time, give these characters a chance at their lives. And and by the end here, it's just like, how can we destroy these guys? Uh, the character changes were too much for me. Moving on, number three was Mr. Corman. That was just a boring show. That one's a show where it's like you cast someone famous in a role like Joseph Gordon-Levitt, and you think, oh, he's going to run with it, even though there's nothing behind the show itself. It's just him being a teacher and kind of like being, not having a fun life. He's
1: depressed, right? It's weird to think that like he did Mr. Corman, he got canceled, but then he also did Super Pumped like Superfund? that yeah that he also yeah i know Superfund. at the same yeah. time but like that one he's more energetic at least and it
0: has a story to follow this one was more just him trying to live out his like uh you know he does his own yeah no i think red I- project youtube or something or project red <laughs> i think that's what it's called i think it's something red um and so his fans help him make stuff but um yeah this wasn't that great a show number two was the one that got renewed actually um Season 4 is coming out soon uh the Nancy Drew show I know I'm not the target mm. audience it's for children it's a classic CW tween bait type of show the writers though here in the episode we watched season 3 episode 12 uh, I don't know if that was the finale Oh no it was a penultimate yeah, because was there was the like some big right, yeah, cliffhanger yeah. to it it was just so cheesy and also it felt like a computer randomly generated the plots that were happening like there was a <laughs> giant monster coming out of the forest that like stole people's hearts and then those people were in uh, some sort of love triangle with the main character and then like,
1: the I know there wasn't that much research on this show in general even uh, though it's based off of Nancy Drew but yeah, yeah. And, and there's
0: also like a Hardy Boys show that it's it works with yeah. Um, but yeah that's I gave it a 5 out of 10 it was 2 but like, my least favorite show having seen most of the episodes afterwards hmm. um besides just the pilot was what if because oh. it was just such a disappointment like that's the type of show where you go in there just thinking this could be so much especially with marvel's budget with their their ability to do special things sometimes like they they couldn't even get their cast members to come in and do voices yeah for for, for these characters yeah. i i and, agree and it, it was like when the boys came out with their show and it got tarnished this should have gotten tarnished too. And instead people started giving them a claim because well, they brought in the director or they took in director shots from the original films and they just paid homage to it. Yeah. They could have done anything with what if that's the point of what if is that like you could have changed the scenarios into something ridiculously crazy and just gone. They, they, they took the easy route. It was boring and i'm very upset that that happened <laughs> it, they i think they're kind of coming out with a second season yeah up. they so, are so maybe so there are two of them that got renewed
1: well again. i think I, the thing is is that um with what what if when i saw that it was going to be animated i was a little disappointed i thought that peacemaker was probably the best superhero show that we did out of the last 100 i don't there. Um, even better than Moon Knight and Hawkeye, which we just finished. But yesterday. you didn't add
0: Peacemaker to yours, right?
1: Uh, no, but I, I did want to say that it was the best Superior show. And with What If, I know that people liked the Doctor Strange episode, which we saw part of, I don't think we finished it, I think, but that's considered the best episode, but I agree, yeah, it was, it was pretty disappointing, especially the fact they couldn't get, like, Chris Evans or Robert Downey Jr., or anybody like that. I just didn't
0: like the story, because all of them ended up connecting to one universe that they were doing the What If with, and mm-hmm. it just, it was, uh, lame. Um... <laughs> Yeah, so I watched What If? I watched Foundation. I watched Problem with uh, John Stewart. Foundation, which was your show, mm-hmm. it was a mixed bag. It was it was okay for a space show. Um, it's it's a little boring sometimes, but Dopesick I watched. It was great. Yellow Jackets still interested. Um, Lost in Space was more of a family show that I kind of stuck with right. because of the first season. Um, and it's got some spectacular like visuals sometimes, but and it ends on like a wholesome note. But Severance, amazing, worth it. That's my favorite show of the mm-hmm. year. Suspicion, uh, I predicted the ending yeah. in, in, my pod, in, in the podcast that we did. But, uh, you,
1: but you really liked the
0: pilot, I remember. Uh, yeah, the the pilot was good. That's why I stuck with it. But uh, yeah, it's it doesn't pay off Not as much it. as I wanted it to because again, you're able to predict what happens. After party, really really great show. Shame it's um that the cast isn't going to be there. Uh, Archive eighty one got canceled. And I watched that one. It was like a guilty pleasure show.
1: Which was strange because Archive 81, first off the podcast,
0: but also like Netflix, it was pretty popular. It was a better mystery to me because it felt like it actually was going somewhere rather than from. From it felt it got more and more misguided, especially by the end, what they did in the very last episode. But with Archive 81, it... They were answering questions while they were closed, while they were creating new ones. And mm-hmm. that's what you have to do if you have a really crazy show. Yeah. Severance did the same thing. I'm not saying that Archive eighty one is anywhere near as good because it deals with like vampires or something. Um but <laughs> uh and then you I saw that show in the third season took a big old <laughs> dive
1: in quality however i mean it was people trash who are going to right? watch that show are going to watch that yeah yeah so, uh, well, what we do in the shadows we saw the full season too great yeah i thought that like yeah every single season of that really worked and i think season three was the best yeah i'm still working on Lock and key righteous gemstones peacemaker
0: pachinko gilded age and tokyo vice mm-hmm.
1: yeah and i think that if i had to maybe like take what was it primal loki and why women kill yeah. i still think primal is at the number one list i'd probably put loki at number two why women kill number three but still recommend all those tv shows so yeah.
0: if i had to compare what if with uh brassic and shadow and bone i would no, <laughs> no, definitely. Um, if i had to compare pachinko to shadow and bone and brassic i would probably put pachinko on the top yeah i had i had 18 18- but i would i might also put 1883 in the after party on top of those too like we watched some pretty i was stuck with some pretty good episodes all those that you
1: just named 1883 after party pachinko and uh dope sick yellow jackets uh yellow jackets yeah. i got um severance i put as your number five i think but yeah, yeah
0: i couldn't include severance not with just that episode i
1: was i was disappointed to learn though that cowboy bebop got canceled because i know i wasn't a huge fan of the uh first episode you gave it a two i did not i gave it like a <laughs> six but there was potential there and i know that the cast came out and like gave some really heartfelt tweets about like how they tried and i was like no like i i still feel like you should maybe give them season two i remember i liked jet's character and he was cool yeah well, I
0: think that'll do it for our top rundown. Our top worst and best we got, uh, for me, best five to one is Yellow Jackets, Dope Sick, The After Party, 1883, and Pachinko. The worst, Jovers Carol, On My Block, Mr. Corman, Nancy Drew,
1: and What If. Um, the, the top five for me best were Heels, Peaky Blinders, Winning Time, Wolf Like Me, Why Women Kill, and worst for me were 4400, Elite, The Dan Emilio Show, I Know What You Did Last Summer, and Bel Air. And that's how we'll end it. All right. See you in the next 100. Bye. Bye.